What's up, everybody? Happy New Year. Welcome What's to Lords of Longbox. good, you tubanites, and welcome to Lords of the Longbox. Happy 2020. That's 2020. Uh, yeah, welcome. man. Apparently, at 8.20 p.m. tonight, it'll be 2020, 2020, 2020, or some shit like that. But hey, we've been out for a minute. It's good to be back with you, the family, the IG Comic Lords. The Lords of the Long Box, the Lords Investing Comic Group, LLC, and all that good stuff. Welcome to the first LOTLB live show of 2020. Let me say, let me introduce my cohorts. First, I got my man, Nemesis Prime. Say what's up. What's going on, everybody? 2020 Lords are back, bitches. First show of the new year. We love bringing some news for you guys. That's right. I also got my man, Otto, from the Alcatraz Inmate Asylum that he's now currently located at. Say what's up, Otto. That's up, Otto, Otto, the Autobot out of his prime is in lockdown right now. I'm sitting here down in a new annex in a grotto. Can't wait to be here. We haven't worn the Lord's shirts in a long time, but I'm here, ready to go, and let's get a kick it, chicken. Also, my man producing with the Moosin. We got to work on that, but my <laughs> man, Dark Side Jedi, say what's up. What is up, party people? It's Wednesday. It's been, what, two, three weeks? Three weeks? More I than think? that, dude. It yeah, was uh, like. Like, Man. I want to say a month, maybe yeah. at well, least a week or two before Christmas. I think, I'm glad right? to be back. Shit. That was too long of a break. Well, you yeah, put man. a couple out on your own, but yeah, I did a couple. I put a haul video and stuff like that. Uh, first, uh, let's pay some bills. Uh, first of all, the show is sponsored by KarisComics.com. Go to KarisComics.com. Use the discount code of LOTLB to get 10% off any Karis Comics exclusives. Also, the show is brought to you by thegeekyswagshop.com. Go to thegeekyswagshop.com. Use the discount code of L-O-T-L-B to get 15% off anything in the Geeky Swag Shop. Huge shout out to everybody who bought a Lords of the Long Box hoodie. They are in route. I tried to make it before Christmas. Unfortunately, we couldn't do it, but they are in route. Also, the show sponsors you to our friends at Rocket Comics. Go to Rocket Comics and hit them up. Tell them the Lord sent you to get uh, 20% off your first pressing and then 10% after that for returning customers. If you check him out on Instagram, he's posting up his schedule for 2020 pretty soon. So I'll probably see him in three weeks at California Comic-Con in Costa Mesa. So if you're going to Calico Cal Comic-Con, I'm always used to saying you're a Belinda. This is the first year it's down at Costa Mesa, which is near my neck of the woods. I just got to drive 15 minutes. I'll be there with my boy, the big to-do, maybe Swolverine. We're going to rock that show, man. It's uh, it's a pretty big show. So Rocket Comics will be there. I'll be hanging out with them. The first show of 2020, man. The first Comic-Con, that is. Uh, shout out to everybody in the live chat. Did, for, you, I wanna wanna show, thank did you want to show everybody the KRS books afterward when okay. we actually announce the uh hang in there after we do the news and some spec stuff uh we're going to tell you what the uh how to enter the lords of Longbox 3000 giveaway uh we got some nice prizes for you and i want to just appreciate uh send everybody a huge thank you me just say how many uh subs thank you right everybody. now did we, did we break 3000 yet let me uh just I check you, i think you did Let's see. I don't know. It says you know, 2.99K on mine, but. Yeah, because you have to. <laughs> come on, let's get a sub. 
I have 2,994 subs. So six oh. more subs and we'll hit 3,000, but we peeps. will do it anyway. Big giveaway. Um, shout out to Matt Forge in the live chat for the $4 super chat. Thank you very much. Matt, Tro uh, Matt Forge collected that $4 from the trolls on Twitter. <laughs> shout out to Matt Forge. Well played, my friend. Well played. Shout out to Chad Crow. Always supporting the channel. $4 super chat and a $2 super chat. Also, shout out to... Um, let me scroll up here. It was a new super chatter. Dollar, dollar bin fodder. Dollar bin fodder. Ten dollars super chat. Really appreciate that, man. If you guys didn't know, we are the new collider. Oh <laughs> <No>. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, we'll probably get. You know what? I would tell you this: we get more percentage of views to subs than Collider does. Collider has five hundred thousand subs, and their show Heroes and Movie Talk was only getting like fifteen, twenty thousand. Our last, my last video I did got three thousand views, and we only have three thousand subs. So, like this video here, hopefully we'll get. Uh, you know, we get normally 50 to 60% of subs to viewership. So I think that's pretty good. So that's a great viewership, I think. Mm -hmm. And if you're have... new to the channel, make sure you please hit subscribe and hit the notification bell because this year we're going to be rocking it. As soon as I get the news, I'll pop it on here so you don't have to wake up. But if you're new to the channel, make sure you subscribe because we do a weekly live show regardless of what's going on just so we can talk to you all. And if we have news, it's even better that way. Um, but there's been a lot of stuff happening. You know what? The last few weeks have been pretty slow. Uh, but my man Mikey Sun laced me up with an exclusive last week that was pretty big. Um, and shout out, huge shout out to YouTube channel Cosmic Wonder. They have about 550,000 subs. I did a collaboration with them and they brought me over at least 300 new subs. So shout out to wow. Cosmic Wonder. We'll probably do another collaboration with them in the future. Shout out to Pops Foster, Two Brothers Comics. Congratulations. Two Brothers just recently hit 100 subs. And I think they're close to 200 subs now. So shout out to them. Shout out to everybody in the live chat. Uh, shout out to Ink Jedi. There seems to be a lot of Jedis with ink, including our own Dark Side Jedi. Johnny Boy, uh, <laughs> Atlas Wolf. It just goes on and on. I, I try to announce everybody, but we're at 76 people watching now. It's almost too damn late to watch it. So uh, did I miss anything else? Uh, no. Uh, no. Mm -mm. All right. So, so, so uh, as people have long-time watchers of the show know, um, actually, this long-term spec list we got from our inside source, The Black Knight. If those are familiar with it, The Black Knight is a, uh, an insider, industry insider, mostly on the Marvel side that uh, was hooking us up with some uh, spec before even we got to know Mikey Sutton. And Mikey Sutton is the one that gave us a Spider-Man spec. But Black Knight has been giving us stuff for since what? April? Yeah. April, Man. yeah. The last when we were on the old channel, right. before the old channel got deleted. By the way, the old channel still has 4,000 subs. I just saw it today. <laughs> I actually went to it, and it still said suspended. What'll be and fun is when we break, get past that channel. That's our goal. We got to get past the subs on that channel. Yeah. So what I want to do is get to like uh, 6,000 subs subscriber giveaway, because we were just approaching 6,000 subs when the channel got terminated. So um, let's get right to it, boys and girls. Uh, this is not the Black Knight uh uh, long-term spec list, but I got something from our man, Mikey Sutton, because there's been some news that's been circulating recently, um, and it's uh, related to Christian Bale. I don't know if you guys heard, but uh, the Christian Bale news kind of hit the internets that Collider reported, and they said that he was going to be playing Beta Ray Bill. The sales of Beta Ray Bill have gone through the roof, but let me tell you what I found out. Oh, my the graphic, Ryan. Boom. Whoa. Let me Boom. break it down to you right like this, folks. So the obvious choice for um, Christian Bale in the MCU, um, that's 
no, it hasn't been reported, by the way. Nothing official has come out to say that Christian Bale is playing Beta Ray Bill, but everybody just assumed it and people ran with it and sales of Beta Bay, Bay Real are going crazy. So anytime I hear these type of things, I reach out to our sources, the Black Knight and Mikey Sutton to see if I can find out more. This is what I got from my man, Mikey Sutton, about the Christian Bale story. So Christian Bale is about to join the MCU, according to Collider. Bale is in talks for an undisclosed role in Thor and Love and Thunder. I still don't think Love and Thunder is going to be the final title, by the way. Uh, I spoke to my source, Mikey Sutton. He told me he heard from two insiders who revealed that the role is possibly the voice of Beta Ray Bill. Sutton added that because discussions are in early stages, Bale could end up with a different character. But Beta Ray Bill, who is Marvel Studios, is but Beta Ray Bill is who Marvel Studio wants him for. However, shortly after receiving this leak, Mikey required another text message, one from somebody closer to the matter. This particular individual claimed that Silver Surfer was being developed for Love and Thunder, adding that Bale is actually being offered to play the role of Norrin Rad. If all this sounds confusing, the actors for Marvel Studios aren't always told which roles they are competing for. Marvel Studios can operate like improvisational improvisation. Improvisational. I wrote this down <laughs> too, man. Sometimes the perfect casting isn't immediately apparent for. For example, Lee Pace was originally auditioned for, auditioned for Star Lord before becoming his enemy. Instead, imagine that—that that now you think Chris Pratt is the main guy that was always going to be Star Lord. While Lee Pace, who was uh, played Ronan, was a was originally up for the role for Star Lord. The takeaway from these weeks is that Beta Ray Bill and the Silver Surfer have a solid chance of appearing in Thor's latest adventure, whether Bale stars in one of them or not. So, so basically, we're saying, though, Silver Surfer and Beta Real, Bay Real are going to be in it. It's just a matter of fact who Christian Bale is going to play. He's been offered the role. Marvel wants him to play Beta Ray Bill, but now we're finding from another source that he's also being offered the role of Norm Rad. And uh, let me debunk some shit for you right now. The recent reports of Keanu Reeves and Silver Surfer are untrue. So there you go. Keanu Reeves is currently filming The Matrix 4, I do believe, and he's got John Wick 4, so he's just still in talks, but still a ways away, man. He's pretty busy. But you notice Christian Bale's been kind of quiet recently. I mean, that would that would be a huge, huge signing. And just so you guys know that people have been waiting for this to happen, the first appearance of Silver Surfer and Thor is one of my most favorite comics. Let's see if we have some sales data on that, because this book has been hot for a minute, man. We're talking about, of course, of Silver Surfer Number four, which is the first appearance of Thor and Silver Surfer. Beautiful, iconic cover. Look at the pricing on that. I can tell you right now when I bought this book like three, four years ago, because I'm a huge Silver Surfer and Thor fan. If you're a huge Silver Surfer and Thor fan, you need to get the first time they met. This book is damn near impossible to find a 9-8 because of the um, double. What are they called again? I always say the wrong thing. The square bound. Square bound bound spine on these is damn near. It's it's also that cover, too. Exactly. I have it in a eight. I was my. I, yeah, I have an eight point or eight point five, and I'm happy with that because it pushed a grand at one point. But even a nine point six, dude, that's crazy, man. That's this is no first appearance. This is this is one of those comics iconic cover, and iconic first meeting. I mean, you can't get any more classic than this, man. Five grand for a nine six. So sometimes these specs are just to show you sales data, right? I mean, obviously, Silver Surfer number four is a spec book if you can afford it, but just to show you that people have been collecting this ever since Fox was bought by Disney. They know Silver Surfer's coming. They're like, Thor's already in the MCU. It's just a matter of time when they meet, and when they do, this book is even going to go through. Now, 
I think people can afford like a 7.0, 7.5, things Ooh. of that nature. You see people 4.0s, 4.5s. It's a gorgeous, gorgeous book. I have Silver Surfer one through four. I just need to get number two slab because two is really it's like it's like FF50, right? It doesn't really matter. You get the FF48. It, it, it doesn't matter, man. So that's the news that we've heard so far. So when we hear that there's two rolls up, boom, they're going to be in it. So more importantly to us as collectors, you know, let the scoopers of the Twitterverse, you know, they like to be right on the specific roles. We, we like to just know that it's actually coming and how it affects the comic book market. So, you know, what, you know what I'm saying? So, I mean, we, I mean, I would think the next book that's going to pop is Asgardians of the Galaxy because fucking Thor said it at the end of Endgame where he says, hey, Asgardians of the Galaxy, what's up? So there you go, man. So Dollar Bin Fodder says affordable to some, but not to others. You know what I'm saying? So I would say sweet spot on these books. This book is a VF, 7.0 and up, man. Get it in a VF and it's absolutely gorgeous. I absolutely love mine. It comes in a giant slab because it's a double bound, square bound book. Shout out to Discovery Bay. Good evening to all the comic book cousins. Shout out to Discovery Bay for rocking the Lord shirt on his show. He's got this weird game show I haven't quite figured out yet where you pick numbers and squares and shit and you get comic books. I don't know how that works out, but I'm going to do it eventually, man. All right. So for those new to the channel, we have this thing called we call an LTS uh, report, which we kind of just created this acronym for it or an initialism, you know, uh, difference in Create our own language. That's what we're doing. It's a long term spec list. Basically, is we get uh, every now and then our insiders will get this information from people who leak it to them that, hey, so what happens is Marvel and DC or excuse me, Warner Brothers. They'll put a reserve on characters so that the rest of the kind of the studio knows that, hey, we want to develop this character. So let's say the best example of that is, let's say, Marvel Studios. If Kevin Feige puts a reserve on a character, that means he wants to use it for now. That means really anything, because before it was just strictly the uh, the the movies. Right. Because that was Kevin Marvel Studios was just Kevin Feige's movies. But now it could be in Disney Plus. It could be on Hulu, all of TV, except maybe ABC. So we know this list is specific to Shang-Chi. So most probably these are going to be characters that have been reserved for use on the big screen. And when I say the franchise, it was hard for me to say the Shang-Chi film. It's more the films because they plan on doing if uh, hopefully a trilogy, um, if it, it does ex as they expect. So they plan this out that Marvel plans everything out that, that it's going to be a success. And why not? Right. So they said, hey, let's preserve these characters for when we do the sequel. And then when we do part three, everything is got to be three parts nowadays. It's got to be uh, a triology. Right, Otto? It's not a trilogy. It's a trilogy. That's right. Tri right. They're a triology. <laughs> yeah. So we're going to go through this. Uh, shout out to Adi Russell for the $10 super chat. I really appreciate it, brother. Happy New Year. Hey, any, all these people that are super chatting, sub them up, man. All y'all sub each other up. You know what I'm saying? It's just a big circle jerk of <laughs> subbing. Dirty. So <laughs> it's a circle jerk of subbing. Sub each other up. You know what I'm saying? For the new year. We're being positive and everybody needs to sub each other up. And then a bunch suck of subs and doms around here. Yeah. Mm. <laughs> So this is how we're going to do it, man. I am going to introduce the book and the character, and then Otto's going to give you some history on it. And my man, Justin, there's some sales data. And surprisingly, there's some sales data on it. And I will tell you right now, this is an obscure freaking list. But some of these, like my man, Chad Crow, had nailed some of these uh, in private messages he sent me about you know these characters coming. He, na he names a couple of these. And if you're a fan of a character or a series, you kind of know, like if Doctor Strange is coming, you start buying up like, you know, Clea. Brother Voodoo, you know, Umar, Night, you know, all these characters. So the same thing with with um with Shang-Chi. And Shang-Chi has like 125 issues on his run. So there's a lot of characters in there. And not all of these 
are gigantic characters. Well, what's interesting on this list is my source, the Black Knight, told me the characters in blue were going to play a, a bigger role in it than others. So I'm going to start off the first one, Otto, since I don't want you to butcher the name and offend anybody. <laughs> uh, throw up the graphic for the first one, Ryan. The first one on the list is a character named Philo Su. Now, Philo Su is Shang-Chi's sister. That's right. So this was an obvious one. I remember Chad, my, Chad Crow hitting me up in the instant messages, and um, he was like, hey, man, did you see this? I think this is booked again. I said, you know what? That's not, that's not a bad idea. So Follow Sue is born the daughter of Fu Manchu, uh, originally followed under father's footstep, but she, initially, she shot to subvert Fu Manchu's control of the dreaded C-Fan assassins. This is, so C-Fan is, think of it as, the hand in the world of, of Shang-Chi, right? Si Fan is, a, is like the hand, but the Chinese version. Eventually, she led her own criminals orga organization called the Oriental Expediters. As you can tell, it's not very PC because this is done in the 70s. So they were called the Oriental Expediters, who were a front for the Golden Dagger sect. I love that. If you watch Shaw Brothers movies and you know about sex and all this stuff, sect meaning S-E-C-T, um, this has been floated around the ether webs for a while now. And because um, there's already casting that was done for a female uh, and her name was Aquafina, right? If you ever seen um, what was that she was in Crazy Rich Asians. She's a comedic actress, right? Mm -hmm. Here's why I don't think she's going to be in this particular role because uh, they haven't named who she's going to be. Um, her powers and abilities is she is hypno hypnotically subductive with her voice and movements. Ooh. That doesn't really scream out Aquafina to me. No offense to Aquafina fans, but she's known for her comedic roles and things of that nature. And she's been doing more dramatic stuff, but it almost sounds like she, she she's a seductress, right? So that doesn't really match Aquafina's world. You know what I'm saying? But what kind of sales data we got on this, Justin? Uh, I mean, 9.8 sold for $125. That was actually... Uh you know, not too long ago. And then even a 9.6 sold for 50 bucks. But I mean, you know, for an older book like this, this is a pretty tough book to actually find in high grade. But you know, at the end of the day, if you can find it in uh, online for a 9.8, 125 bucks, just go out and buy it. Long term right. spec list. Yeah, you go on eBay right now, all these books are selling because they're just saying, hey, you know, because we've talked about this before, man. If a character is being developed for the big screen that they're going to do something, just start buying all the ancillary characters that are connected to them. At least now we have some confirmation that they want to do uh, the, you know what I mean? Like Aquafina, man, I don't know if you guys have ever seen who she, but she does not scream out seductress to me when I see her. You know what I mean? So I, I don't know about that. That seems kind of odd to me, but you never know, man. They could use it the same way, but just know the key, the way that she tries to Shang-Chi is she's his half-sister. So that's why she's probably important on this list. Next up on the list, let's go with this one, man. Uh, what we got on the, next is on, the, on the spec list is a villain. We got, oh, no, he's not actually a villain. I don't want to say that. No. So uh, Black Jack Tar has been reserved for use in it. And his first appearance is Master of Kung Fu number 17. What can you tell us about it there, Otto? You know, this is Black Jack Tar. Uh, he served with the uh, the British Army. He went to work for MI6. Uh, he came under the command name of Sir Dennis Nyland Smith. In the book, he was bald, but then they gave him a full head of hair. Doesn't really have many superpowers. Uh, you know, he's an excellent hand-to-hand -hand combatant. Um, possesses normal human strength. Yeah, just a real... What's that? He's like a henchman. Yes, absolutely. You know, um, just so you know, your muscle man, your guy that's not 
um, you know, your skilled military man, but just a neat character. I'd like to see what they do with him. So I'm interested to see what they do with this character. So before I get to Justin, you know, I'll let Otto, after you're done with this, just kick it over to Justin for the pricing. But one more thing I want to yeah. say about this book, it's a double spec, because this is actually the first Master of Kung Fu, even though it's issue 17. If you remember this, it was spe Marvel special, special Marvel editions 15 and 16. It got so popular they 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 did this with Doctor Strange as well. Remember Doctor Strange? It was Strange Tales, and then all of a sudden it was Doctor Strange 169. So basically, mm -hmm. it's not the first issue, but it's the first title of Master of Kung Fu. What kind of sales data are we looking at this? Yeah, I mean, 9.8 went for 650 bucks, and a 9.6 uh, went for 185. Both these sales were from June of uh, last year, so nothing real recent on this book because it is a tougher book to find as it is an older book, so. That is man, nine point eight. That's crazy. I that's a huge I would... jump. I mean, that's a huge jump between a nine eight and a nine six. That's huge. Yeah. All right. Next up in the list that's been reserved is Clive Reston. That's right. Jeez. Your man, Clive Reston. Man, Clive Reston was an MI six agent. And he was an ally to Dennis Leland Smith. Dennis Leland Smith is actually, if if you know Fu Manchu, he has a literary history. So most of these characters appeared by the original books uh, if you think about Fu Manchu he was created as a, almost a Moriarty character and and Dennis Nayland Smith was the Sherlock to uh, Moriarty and think of Fu Manchu as Moriarty obviously they came out with movies uh, Marvel owned the rights to it but then they realized after a while they can't you know just use Fu Manchu because in the movies he's kind of portrayed as yellow uh, let's call it it's yellow face it was a white actor portraying an asian actor just like john wayne played an indian one time and i think i think john wayne also <laughs> played like uh, a mongol one time they just put like <laughs> on him and they made their eyes a little slanty so a lot of stuff is kind of crazy man so his first appearance is in giant size master kung fu number three what kind of sales data we're looking at justin i love those giant size wasn't david carradine in the show kung fu it was awful yes, yes. wasn't yeah. he like the main guy it was supposed yeah. to be Bruce Lee. Bruce Lee actually, uh, actually, he Bruce Lee had the development. He he pitched it to Hollywood, and then Hollywood stole the idea and put a white actor in it because they wow. thought he was too Asian looking. But oh well, yeah, and then Bruce Lee said, "All right, look at this. Enter the dragon. Enter these nuts." <laughs> <laughs> well, there haven't been any nine point eight sales on this book, but if you look at this, the nine point six sold for one fifty, and the nine point four sold for one twenty five. And what's interesting Square was. Down. Yeah, that's what it is. And uh, both of these sold actually the uh, the 9.4 actually sold in October. So it was after news that dropped about Shang-Chi. And actually the other one was early March. So I mean, you know, if these books would have been announced, if these books you could find on eBay after the announcement, I'm sure they would have been a lot more. Yeah. Shout out to Erod, our man from the NY Warriors. Shout out for the $4.99 super chat. I appreciate that very much, brother. Um, I think it's Otto's turn. So next up, is Otto, we'll just switch back and forth because there are literally yeah. 15 characters on this reserve list. This we're talking expanding three films here, guys. So, I mean, you know, a lot of these you ain't never heard of, man. Next up on the list is Moving Shadow. I spec this a while ago because I actually showed the book. Uh, Moving Shadow is Shang Chi's half brother, and he first appeared in the Marvel Max edition of Shang Chi Master Kung Fu that came out in 2002. This is an interesting character. Um, let me go back to what I was talking about earlier. The Follow Sue, Blackjack Tar, and Moving Shadow all going to have um, a larger role. Clive Reston is a smaller role, 
Um, cause I, you know, I highlighted these to find out, you know, so basically they could appear in one movie or be more of a major character. There is a mass that master Kung Fu book is badass. That is the max version. So if you remember the max comics, they were a bit more violent and things of that nature. And this was a, I believe a six issue mini, uh, six issue mini series <laughs> done by Doug Moench. Is it Moench or Moench? Mench. Yeah. Mench. Jimmy Palmiati. Yeah. Mench. Um, what kind of sales data we got on this, uh, auto Justin, Justin. Well, this is a, you know, it's a modern book. Unfortunately, no one was specking on it. So the last sale was from, well, you, but right. the last sale was 28 bucks and that was February of 2017. So and that was probably that, Tim's there was buy. no other books out there. Patrick all brings up a good question. All these half siblings, how many folks did his mom hook up with? It's not his mom. There's half his siblings do Fu Manchu. So there, there's stories of Fu Manchu had harems and it, or he kind of, purposely bred these to to be assassins so uh moving shadow was actually there to be to kill fu manchu i don't i don't want to spoil it for you in the master kung fu because this is one of the few good reads do not read the master kung fu one shot that was done by cm punk it is fucking trash <laughs> he, he literally has a talking monkey partner and it's just a day in the life of him going through uh the neighborhood fighting ninjas it's awful cm punk is trash as He's a, a punk you mean Shout it's not Hitmonkey? Oh, Hitmonkey. No, no, Hitmonkey would be cool. Shout out to Pops Foster, man, for all the Lore. $10. Thank you for the super chat, Pops Foster, who is holding it down on the Lord's Investing Spec Group on Facebook. Hit them, hit us up. We're all in there. We all talk, and that's a group that we just strictly talk about comic books. So, you know, hit up the Lord's Investing Group. Um, if you're not already joined, we may open up membership again. Right now we're at 300. I like that number because we like to dine in hell. But maybe when we open up uh, membership again, uh, you have to know somebody in the group or get sponsored. That way we keep the the group nice and tight knit group and we're keeping us family man shout out mm -hmm. to pops foster i think we should open it up as we get more subs so we, when we hit 3500 subs we open up another 50 hit 4000 another 100 that's yeah great i think we should cap it at 666 though oh yeah, yeah. that's right <laughs> hey that's the only, <laughs> I, only followers. I only follow 666 people on instagram man am i part of the illuminati i don't know you tell me <laughs> All right. Next up, Otto, what do we got, man? Here's the next one on the reserve list. Somebody called in the live chat earlier. Uh, this is another female character that could possibly be Aquafina, but I doubt it. Um, Liko Wu has been reserved. Her first appearance is in Master of Kung Fu, number 33. What do you got on this, Otto? You know, this is just another agent of MI6. Uh, she began a relationship with Clive Reston, so you can see how they're trying to get, uh, you bring in her characters involved. She worked with MI6 against Fu Manchu, alongside Shang-Chi. Uh, she caused tension in the group. She was kind of, you know, the she's a good-looking girl, trying to always cause problems like good-looking women do. Uh, and then when, um, when Fu Manchu thought she was dead, she came back and she aided Shang-Chi in assaulting the Hellfire base and putting aside the stop to Fu Manchu's plans. So she's definitely a good character. I think translate well onto the big screen. Uh, like to see what they do with her. Pretty neat. Supernatural power since the resurrection. Martial arts, espionage, firearms. Just a badass chick. <laughs> Yeah, so a lot of these, if you notice, there's a British feel to it for MI6, and then later on we'll talk about MI13, which is the arm of the British uh, intelligence that deals with supernatural paranormal activities. So if you've been watching, that leads you directly to Captain Britain. So remember, because Shang-Chi is a lot in the world of the UK and things like that, because when they, the, you know, 
you gotta imagine when Master of Kung Fu came out, that was when Hong Kong was still a British colony. So there was a lot of ties to uh, Great Britain back in the day. Obviously, China took over Hong Kong in 1997. So there's some history for you guys. If you watch my review of Ip Man 4, I talk about it further and how Hong Kong films have changed since uh, mainland China has taken over the movie industry and how it, not how it used to be, unfortunately. So what kind of sales day we're looking for Liko Wu. Well, as you can see, a 9.8 sold for $135. But what's actually interesting about this, this was a, back in 2007. So there hasn't been a 9.8 since 2007. And a 9.4 went last year in February for 50 bucks. So yeah. that person has that 9.8 since 2007. They could be sitting on a gold mine. This, this is, year, cl this is classic Marvel that says we had a property. The comic was pretty popular because, you know, this is right on the, the the huge explosion of martial arts and Bruce Lee. So they Marvel wanted their comic. This comic ran for over 100 issues. So, you know, I had the last issue where he's like walking off into the sun, that last issue. So it's kind of interesting that there it's just literally dozens of characters they could pick from. So, uh, you know, a lot of people were kind of picking the ones they already knew. And then there's some kind of ancillary characters. Um, what's interesting in this list is Kevin Feige came out and said that the first Shang-Chi movie is 98% Asian cast. So take that into account when we name off some of these characters uh, that, you know, if they're not Asian, they may be just one or two white people in this movie, or maybe they're going to be in parts two or part three. But the, the next one up is one that we kind of talked about earlier. And this one is not really spec, but it'd be interesting to see who he plays in it because it, he's a, he, kind of had a big role in the world of Fu Manchu and then Shang-Chi. Um, they're going to use Sir Dennis Leyland Smith, who was created by the author of the damn Fu Manchu books. Uh, so basically he is the, the Sherlock to Fu Manchu. Like uh, if Fu Manchu was Moriarty, then, you know, and Sherlock would be his main guy to his, the protagonist that's going after him. This is a huge book already because I want to see the sales data because I have four of these. So let's, <laughs> uh, first, first, the Sir Dale, Dennis Nayland Smith was, of course, special Marvel edition number 15, uh, 9.8, sold for $2,793. 90-day GPA is 3672 I remember when I bought this from my man, Four comics, and he sold it to me for fifteen hundred. Thank you, dude, Dennis. What a good guy. <laughs> well, yeah, he goes, yeah, well, dude. What a swell guy. He goes, I'll just give it to you what it's worth right now before the because I I hit him up as soon as they announced the Shang Chi movie, and he goes, I got a few. You want one? I was like, Yeah, how much? Go, All right, I'll take it. Uh, and then I started getting them signed. You can still get them signed because uh, it was Jim Starlin and yep. uh, and and Englehart. So you can get these double signed, man. So. That is awesome. So just in, this is one of those things where, like, if you want to get the first appearance of Nightmare, who's suspected to be the rumor of uh, Doctor Strange, well, he's in Strange Tales 110. So that's, if you're really, really a big fan of Sir Dennis Alan Smith, go out and get you a special Marvel edition 15. Oh, by the way, it's the first appearance of Shang-Chi. So you got that going for you as well. Uh, here's one that's really interesting because this is a modern book, one of the few modern books on here. Um, uh, reserved to be used in the Shang-Chi franchise. Is the Shadow Council? Ooh, what can you tell us about the Shadow Council? Shadowy. There's a lot about this. Just break. I'm gonna help you out, Otto. Yeah, just, please do. This is this is out there. All man. right. This so is. I'm gonna break it down because the 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 Shadow Council's been around since the Civil War. Right. But 
So I'm going to fast forward you all the way to the part that is pertaining to this. And when they resurrected Zheng Zhu, Zheng Zhu is the name of Fu Manchu, by the way. So after they said, you know, well, we can't use Fu Manchu anymore. They renamed the Fu Manchu character to Zheng Zhu. So that's where if you ever see Zheng Zhu after a while and like in the 80s and 90s, well, that's the Fu Manchu character. The so basically it's like a. Another group like The Hand. So their first appearance is Secret Avengers number one from 2010. What's the chances of that? So with the world changing fast and China being at the forefront, the Shadow Council needed somebody to pull the strings. To this end, they brought the evil magician Zhang Zhu back to life as a half-dead being. Planned to fully resurrect him later so he would be in debt to them. To accomplish such a feat, the Shadow Council needed to collect the Eyes of the Dragon, two magical stones created by Zheng Zhu and his brother that Zheng Yu used to steal his brother and later on his children's life essence to live forever. There you go. So to capture Zheng Zhu's son, Shang-Chi, to perform a, Shang-Chi had to perform a ritual. So, so he that pulled tells- Palpatine, essentially. <laughs> yeah. So you know what that tells me? Spoiler alert. Spoiler so alert. replace replace the name Zengzu with the Mandarin, and that's where you have how they fit into the to the new Shang Chi films. Because we don't we know they're not using Shang or Fu Manchu, and we know they're pretty much going to be using Fu Manchu. Um. So there you go. If you see Zengzu, replace that for the Mandarin. Shang Chi will probably be the Mandarin's son. And this Shadow Council has got a minor role, but they could probably be part of the origins. It's just a cool book. If you're out there to see it in the wild, what kind of books? Oh, look at that. The first variant's on the list. Yeah. I mean, there's actually four different covers for this. Uh, the regular cover, which is the one that's shown on screen, a 9.8 only sold for $13. And that was actually uh, back in 2014. So no 9.8s on this sold in a while. There is a nice David Yarden variant. That one sold in March of last year for $42. And there's two other variants. Uh, I'm not sure. Sh- I'm not sure if they're incentives or if they're more just uh, cover A, cover B type of things for when this first came out. But definitely, like Tim said, if you can see these out in the wild, uh, I'm sure there's definitely a lot of these for dollar bins. So pick them up now, guys. Yeah, I mean, this is a great book too. Look at that. Look at that lineup. We got Moon Knight, uh, Nova, Black Widow, Valkyrie, uh, Captain America, Beast, and War Machine. The member of the Secret Avengers, Ed Brubaker run, Mike Diodato doing doing the art on it. That's a that's a cool little book, man. I remember when this title came. I think I have them all already. Um, it's one of those things, man. Dollar Bin um, in the live chat says Master of Kung Fu number one from 2015 is the first Mandarin as Zheng Zhu. There you go. So there you go. All right. So this next one is rather interesting. I'll take this one. Uh, this next character's name is in my notes that are all over the place Ghostmaker. i have never heard of this character man so a lot of times man yay your boys here guy we do a lot of research on these things um so this character's name is Ghostmaker. um and let me pull up the a wiki for it so if you see yeah, me reading some so. of these yes if you see wiki, me reading wiki. some of the yeah i'm i'm straight up wikiing this because yeah. Gregorio Sovensko. Gregory Sovensko. Yeah, is his name. First appearance is Master of Kung Fu number one ten. So basically, born in Soviet Union, Ghost. Ma- He's a high rank. His father was a high ranking KGB member. Um, basically, uh, Ghostmaker appeared in Civil War actually with the registration law of his kind. So he contacted Vienna to make him a new fake identity. Basically, he's just a henchman, a kind of. Uh, russian bad guy so i mean if you if you've ever heard of Ghostmaker, shout out to you man because i've never heard of him but if yeah. you want to know master kung fu 
number 110 and he's been reserved so a lot of times we get these weird reserves because they want to and just because he can be a villain for part of one movie you know what i'm saying but actually finding out that this character is going to play a a major role um yeah this one is actually one of the ones that was highlighted from our source that says the the ones highlighted have a player will play a larger role so if you think about the black widow movie that's actually a dope cover when i look at it though that's he looks pretty dope right there a russian dude with a samurai sword oh, i think but, it's gonna be a great villain to introduce you know but if you think about all the ties to all the russian superheroes that's going on with the black widow right now he could re- he could pop up in a black widow yeah. film because we know they're going to be making more than one black widow movie and uh, let's look at some sales date on this justin well this is the tail end of uh master kung fu so i mean these are definitely harder books to find Especially in the eight, this is early '80s. This book came out nine point eight sold for a hundred dollars. That was back in uh, 2019 of June, and then a nine point six only sold for fifty bucks. That was more recent. That that was a, an October sale, only a few months ago. Yeah, and that's uh, I love the what do they call those the the character boxes uh, right below the uh, price and the issue. Oh number. yeah, those are really awesome. Mm-hmm. That though that one for Shang Chi right there looks dope. All yoked up, looking like Bruce Lee flexing. <laughs> Looks like our man Wolverine in the mirror every morning. <laughs> All right. Uh, next one up is one that I've been specking on, uh, more importantly because of the comic itself. But this character is pretty interesting. This is a relatively new character. Do you know anything about this one, Otto? Uh, Lin Lee, the young man yep. who lived with his father in Shang-Chi, China. His father disappeared after confronting a group of grave robbers. I thought we were going to say where. But then uh, before leaving a magical sword. So he set out to... Um, to find his father, and then um, he joined a new Agents of Atlas. So that yep. was really cool. Your War of Realms, which you like to talk about quite and often, you, so a new character. And you guys know him as Swordmaster. Yep. Swordmaster, one of those one of those uh, original creations that Marvel Digital Media made. So he he his first appearance is literally this comic, War of the Realms, New Agents of Atlas. Before that, he appeared in a digital comic in China, Swordmaster, and I think uh, one other, what was the other one, Arrow or one of the other? Arrow and Wave, yeah. Yeah, they're blowing up now. And this book in particular, because this New Ages of Atlas is all team of Asian superheroes. Obviously, Wave is probably the most popular one. This variant by Miko right. Siyuan. What, what kind of sales? Well, look at that sales date on that. Before Justin goes into that, though, let's just don't get it twisted, though, Tim. You have been talking about Asians of Atlas for at least six months now as far as a spec book and stuff like that. So this, this is the first time you're hearing it. There's literally and, uh, five, six first appearances in this book. Yeah. And it's it's blown up in Asia. The Philippines has fallen in love with the character Wave. Uh, I mean, this is the, the, the character Wave is so big in the Philippines that when they came out, hey, Marvel's first Filipino superhero, it was on the cover of like, you know, Filipino, like Cosmo magazine and Time magazine. That's how big comics. If you don't understand the PI, the Philippine islands, comics are huge in the Philippines. If you uh, just look at the artists that came from the Philippines, there's a huge, huge uh, audience of Filipino artists that draw comic books. You'd be amazed at how many Filipino artists draw comic books. Miko Siwen is just one of them. A lot of them. Um, I mean, if you think Greg Pak and Ron Lim are two other Asian creators, Greg Pak is the one that's actually really pushing new agents of Atlas and all the stuff they're doing now. And 
I talked about this maybe three months ago, that new Agents of Atlas would eventually be shown in later iterations of Shang-Chi, possibly spawning off into their own world. But for right now, they want to use Swordmaster. So there you go, man. And this Miko Siyuan cover is absolutely gorgeous, and it's blowing up, man. Like, you see 9.8 is for 400. There's a Virgin variant that's even more. So if you can find the Virgin variant, go for it. I already have three copies. You need to get some more of these. Oh, no, that is the Virgin variant, the 400 price. Oh, okay. No, but the cover that we're actually looking on the oh, screen. Oh, the cover, is, right, uh, right, right. Yeah, yeah, yeah. So the Virgin variant is absolutely gorgeous, man. But there you go. If you want an obscure character, Swordmaster has kind of been popular lately. So I'll let you take this next one. Uh, next up on the spec list, if you're counting as number 10, is a book that we've already spec that was on an earlier long-term spec list. And that character is Pete what? Wisdom from Excalibur. First appearance, Excalibur 86. Otto, you should just know this by memory because we talked about it already. We really have talked about this quite often. And, you know, you can go after Pete Wisdom and you could find it. Uh, Excalibur 86 is what you want to go after, like Tim just said. And, you know, Pete Wisdom was born and raised in London. Great uh, way to go to the MI6. Another way to introduce uh, Captain Britain into there. You know, he joined Black Air through um, and he worked with them for a while. Just another interesting character that I think Pete Wisdom will be able to and a character that we spoke about. Um, before here on Lords of the Logbox. So we'd like to see where the character goes with this. No, hardly any movement since we last talked about it either. I went to yeah. a, a show and I tried to find his book. I couldn't find it, man. It was I was going through it. Yeah. I was like, he's caliber 80, 81, 82, 83, 84, 85, 87. Oh, shit. Don't you hate yeah. that when you're, you're like, oh, they look like they have a complete run. And then it's like the book you're looking for, gone. But uh, go ahead. What kind of sales data we got on this, Justin? Yeah, I mean, prices haven't moved. I mean, both of this, the 9.8, 9.6 last sold were... December of 2018 and a September of 2018 on that 9.6. So no one's selling this book. But like you said, if you can't find it digging in long boxes, someone's buying it up. Yeah. This is a double spec book because we spec this to be part of the Excalibur stuff and the Britain stuff that they're doing. So now you see, I'm trying to draw a picture for you here that the Shang-Chi world is very, very closely connected to the world of MI6 and MI13. Uh, even in the recent iteration of the comics, he, uh, uh, basically, Shang-Chi was an agent MI6. So that shows you that if they do go that route in the UK with Excalibur, MI6, MI13, Shang-Chi may pop up in between. You got Pete Wisdom crossing over. So it's still a cool book to get in Excalibur 86. Just go figure, man. Huh. All right. Next up is one I had to. Uh, this is a double spec. I've actually talked about this. We've talked about this book before way back when. And when we had it on a long-term spec list, we got our man, man. I love this character, by the way. The first Puerto Rican superhero in the MCU, White Tiger, Hector Ayala, yep. Deadly Hands of Kung Fu. This is the magazine. This is the first appearance of White Tiger. This is definitely a cool book, almost impossible to find in high grade. So good luck with that if you can find it. But this is, like I said, this is historic. Is also This is the first Puerto Rican character ever put in the Marvel comics, Deadly Hands of Kung Fu number 19. He had a daughter or a niece or somebody that took up the mantle of the White Tiger later on. And eventually she ended up on the Spider-Man animated series. You guys remember that? Yep. Ultimate Ultimate Spider-Man, right? Ultimate mm -hmm. Spider-Man. Yeah, it was that's like his that's like part two or the second version, but Hector Ayala is the original and he's the one that they're gonna run with. He's a martial arts expert and shout out to NY Warriors, the first Puerto Rican in Marvel Comics, man. How can you right. I, I love that cover? I have a, yeah. quite a few of these Deadly Hands of Kung Fu magazines. They're awesome. They're like an old 
slash they have comic book stories they have stories about uh you remember kung fu magazine from the 70s and 80s where you could buy like nunchucks in there yeah. and shit like <laughs> so half this magazine is like that they'll like they have they have, <laughs> by the they have, stars. They have articles about chuck norris bruce lee and then in between they have those they have like uh, black and white comic stories it's pretty cool man yeah i do want to state that you know the first um character the white tiger character this was created by george perez uh, and this character was from new york city george perez you know, it's from New York City. So a lot of similarities when George created this character, you know, to maybe what he wanted to do as a you know person or a superhero. So very cool story. Uh, George Perez art. Fantastic stuff. And what kind of so oh, what kind of sales data? Ah, that looks delicious. hundred for a nine point eight. And that one actually sold in June of uh, last year. And more recently, a nine point six sold for five, just under five hundred bucks. And that was in October. So, you know. It does it is making moves this book and like you said it, it this book is definitely tough to find in high grade magazine style good luck finding this in, in the high nines nobody was collecting these back in the days these were oh. just these were throwaways people were like yeah what is this okay yeah we'll just do this but i have it i love it uh i have a box of these deadly hands of kung fu magazines i had to get a separate box yeah these are right magazines here. obviously magazine size right is it the same kind of um, comic book paper? Or is it like the newspaper news? No, it's it's like a it's like the thinner like because it's all black and white too. So it's like right, magazine okay, size. Exactly. Yeah, yep. even the slabs are gigantic. If you get them slabbed, I mean yeah. they're huge, right? Um, like I was collecting these, and if you guys follow me on Instagram, you know I was collecting these because I was a huge fan of Deadly Hands of Kung Fu. And there's the Neil Adams Bruce Lee cover was the one I really went out and get. That was Deadly Hands of Kung Fu number fourteen. That's the one. Where I got Neil Adams to sign it, and he just finger fucked the hell of it. He read the entire <laughs> I book. That story. He read the entire book in front of me after he signed it. He's uh, like, he he was flipping through, and he goes, "Yeah, I remember this." And I was thinking every page he's turning. I go, "Yep, that's now a nine point yeah, yeah, That's I an eight point five. He just puts his mitts right on it. You're like, Stop. oh yeah, it's just like, dude, just stay away. Just first of all, wipe your hands on. I seen him eat at the tables before. I didn't know he's just a slob. But shout yeah, out to yeah. Neil Adams and shout out to Donnie Cates. Anyway, um, <laughs> I just got to shout out the people to support the show. Uh, I'm gonna let you take this next one, man, because this one is uh, super obscure, Otto. So I'm gonna knock you, let you rock it. So uh, next up on the list is a character named Korain, K-O-R-A-I-N-E. First appearance in Master of Kung Fu number twenty. What is the what is a Korain? It's Korain. the uh, Bible of the Muslims. That would be the Koran. But oh, sorry, sorry, sorry. But yeah. this is just an old samurai who managed to maintain his youth, uh, you know, by drinking Fu Manchu's Elixir of Life. And I forgot to mention the Elixir of Life because that Elixir of Life comes up a lot in these books. A lot of uh, Fu Manchu's henchmen drank the Elixir of Life, which basically makes doesn't make them immortal, but make, they can have like maybe twice the longevity. They don't they age at a slower rate. So I mean that's his thing. So um, yeah. What kind of sales data on this, if there's any? I doubt there's anything on this. Well, this isn't the first samurai to show up on this list, and he ain't going to be the last, but right. 9.8 sold for $72, and that was back in June. I want to know and who how, bought the 9.2 for 30 when they could have bought a 9.8 for 72 Yeah, really. Jesus, spend the extra money. Yeah, we, you know, right? What do we say under 100 bucks? If you get it under 100 bucks, you know, yeah. get the 9.8 slabbed. Exactly. I lied to you, man. You got to search, search these books out. They're hard to find, but if you go to a show, I'm any show it's coming up in the next year there's no always typically a nice long box of master kung fu books i mean you know mm -hmm. these would be cherry picked out like i said Korain, not a major character but if it's there for five bucks grab it 
You know what I'm saying? I mean, you know, because everybody's going to be grabbing, you know, his brother, his half sister and all these other characters. But Pete Wisdom, Corrine and these guys grab those guys up, man. You never know. You know what I'm saying? That's what really popular. it's only a matter of, you know, someone of these characters, one of these characters is going to click. People are going to like it. They're going to get a good actor with it, maybe an unknown actor. And next thing you know, it's a very popular character. I think. And here's the thing, man. That character is going to have a prominent role in the movie. It's one of the highlighted characters on my list that was sent from the Black Knight. He's saying, I, you know, I was like, are you serious? He goes, yeah. I was like, I never heard of this guy. He goes, well, they want to use him. I mean, you know, he's Asian and uh, he has a samurai sword, so you can't go wrong with that. So next up on the list is a character that's in an X-Men book of all things that's going to be in this. So um, technically he's not Asian, but he's not even, he's not an ethnicity to be honest with you. Next up on the list is dude named, I love this name. <laughs> this is a great name. Dude, Skullbuster. That's right. If you guys have Uncanny X-Men 229, go look in your long boxes right now. I guarantee you probably have one. First appearance of Skullbuster. Look at that awesome cover. He is a cyborg. That's right. And nobody's ever heard of him. Yeah. I, heard of him. I guarantee you I have this comic, man. I, but, well, I of course, yeah. This was I mean, the Reavers character, though. He's a part of the he's Reavers. He's a member so. of the Reavers, and yep. even his wiki page has hardly anything. It's just amazing to me that Kevin Feige reaches back and goes and grabs these characters, right? A Skullbuster, Skullbuster is a cyborg and a member of the Reavers. Of course, if I mean, everybody kind of knows you know, who the Reavers are. The Reavers' first appearance is in Uncanny X-Men 229 as well, and that's probably why um, this book has got some sales data on it because people are collecting it for the Reavers. What do you got on the sales data, Justin? Well, it's actually interesting. Both of these books were sold in December. So it's not too long ago. So clearly yeah. someone knew about this book. So in a 9.8 sold for 140 and a 9.6 sold for only 50 bucks. So this is going to be a half month. This could be a double spec book, man. This could be somebody's like, hey, eventually the Reavers are going to come in an X-Men movie. By the way, one of the Reavers, the cyborg, they're going to use in a Shang-Chi film. So there you go, man. That's what we like to call a uh, double, double spec. spec. Um, this one, uh, I will, you know, I'll just take these over so I don't put Otto on the spot because these are pretty <laughs> obscure characters, man. This next character up that's on the reserve list is a character named Warfist. Dude, that's an awesome name, by the way. Warfist. Warfist first appearance is some book I've never heard of either, man. Force Works number six. But if you notice, there's a theme in it. It's uh, there was a little mini. There was a uh, what do they call those little uh, crossover event? And it was called the Hands of the Mandarin. That's a lot of where hands, war fist and hands. Yeah. you know, like yeah. So war um, fist, erotic. Well, deadly hands of kung fu, iron fist. I mean, you know, that's right. You know, so a lot of gay Warfist, porn. Got like yeah. gay porn stuff. So how this is how he ties into Shang Chi. War fist is one of the avatars of the Mandarin. There you go. Mm -hmm. So he also fought the heroes for hire and he fought Shang-Chi. First appearance is for work, Force Works number six. He later on appeared in News uh, Heroes for Hire, volume two, number one, in October 2006. But this is a goofy, goofy book. And yeah. if you can find, if you Hires. have it in your long box right now, <laughs> yo, give yourself a super chat. You know what I'm saying? There's zero, zero. <laughs> I remember the first data, issue. Think, that, right? I'm pretty sure that's all I had when I was young. I can so what is that? That looks like Iron Man, War Machine. War Machine. Spider Woman. Um, and, uh, I don't even know who the other one is. Justin, any data on this, buddy? No, man. I mean, this it's crazy. If you look at I was looking at GPA, the only GPA had it, it was the first issue. And the first issue had it was like a flip up cover. Like part of the cover you could actually like flip open and it was like almost not like a hologram, but it was something else. It was just oh breaking news. There's a Force Works Disney Plus series on the way. 
No, I'm just kidding. <laughs> <laughs> Shout out to Captain this Crunch for the two dollars super man. chat, man. Happy a New Year's tip for the double spec. Thank you, Captain Crunch, for the two dollars super chat. So, man, I'm gonna look for this first works book, and I'm gonna find it in the nine eight. I'm gonna get it slabbed. Well, just you gotta because, be dollar diving for this one, buddy. You're going digging deep for this. You're man. going deep and deep into those bomb boxes. Otto, I will let you take the the last one on this list because this last one is probably the most most well known villain on this and he's going to be playing a major role in the um iron fist series or excuse me the uh shang chi series and this is the first appearance of silver samurai daredevil right. number 111 everybody knows who the silver samurai is he appeared in the wolverine movie at one point an iteration of him there's two versions of the silver or silver samurai there was silver samurai 2 and then there was the original what can you tell us about silver samurai Adam? well silver samurai the fact that he came out in the daredevil book i think was really neat you know daredevil 111 um and then he transferred over but you know um you know he was a mutant uh the, the illegitimate son of the former japanese crime lord um head of the clan yashida uh, he mastered the disciplines of the samurai, and um, he was like a hero for hire. There was a different couple of versions, you know. Um, he served with Viper and the terror organization of Hydra. He's battled lots of different characters: Spider-Man, Nick Fury, Shang Chi. Uh, just really different character, you know. Did Wolverine do the character justice? I don't think so. Um, I'd like to see the way. Yeah, he, he was way too big and robotic. You know what I mean? Yeah, it wasn't, wasn't a samurai as, a me as opposed to a giant mecha robot. That's what right. he seemed more like. But, you know, this is a cool I, – I like this Daredevil 111 book because it's one of my favorite artists who doesn't get a lot of credit, Ron Wilson. Um, and, you know, Len Wein was the editor when this book came out. And Steve Gerber did the story. So, and then, But him on the cover looks nothing like a Silver Samurai when you look at this book. So if you're looking for a Silver Samurai, you wouldn't even know it was that because it doesn't look like it other than the fact that he says, I'm the Silver Samurai. So, yeah. you know, we'd like to see what they do with this character um, and give him a little bit of a rebirth after the uh, Wolverine movie. So – that's pretty. That's all I got on that. So also, he's a mutant. So it's a double spec book. It's already been spec because of Wolverine. He may be eventually show up on the X Men franchises. Now that Marvel has him on, he's a mutant. So there's it's double spec. What kind of price data are we looking on this? Nine point six actually sold for two hundred twenty dollars in what most recent month was December. So clearly, again, someone's looking for this book in high grade. I think nine point eight characters in December. To be honest with you, yeah. Uh, with, I mean, nine point eight. I haven't I haven't sold that I haven't seen any 9.8 sold in at least two years. A 9.4 actually sold in October for 140 bucks. So good book to find a nice high grade, especially a Daredevil run. Yes, indeed. So hey, that is it, man. I hope you had your pens and paper ready. Uh, I will probably do a video of the spec books for the last month that I haven't done that in a while because it's been kind of slow toward the end of the year. Uh, but you know what? I want to thank everybody for uh, subscribing to Lords and Longbox, and uh, thank you all for getting let me uh, three thousand and three subs. Thank you, everybody. We are officially over three thousand subs now. Three thousand and three, awesome. and we're going to do a contest giveaway. We'll probably let it run for what a week or two. Um, Mm -hmm. Shout out to everyone loves a good story for the two dollar super chat. Appreciate it. Great start of 2020. Salute. Thank you to you, brother. So 3,003 subs. Amazing, man. Thank you guys for uh, helping us get to 3,000 subs again. <laughs> uh, you're, you get the, uh, the, the second uh, time feels sweeter for some reason. You get the privilege of getting a Lord's <laughs> giveaway twice for <laughs> hitting 3,000 subs. So. <laughs> Um, uh, Otto, first of all, uh, thank our sponsors throughout the year. Uh, show what our uh, shout out to Two Brothers Comics for $2 super chat. I appreciate it, brother. Uh, 
Otto or Ryan, show the uh, we're going to give you guys some uh, Karis Comics uh, variants that just came out. These are absolutely badass. That is Tyler Kirkham, and this is for the Immortal Hulk. Great power. Look at that. That's a symbiote Hulk looking crazy. The winner of uh, basically I'll announce the rules right now. After this video post, do not do it in the live chat. After this video post, leave a comment with the hashtag of L-O-T-L-B 3000. Make sure it's a hashtag L-O-T-L-B, Lords of the Longbox, hashtag L-O-T-L-B 3000, the number 3000. Leave it in the comment after the video post because when we do our contest, the, the program actually goes through and looks through all the comments for that specific phrase of L-O-T-L-B 3000 with the hashtag, right? Mm-hmm. So yep. there you go. Also, zoom me in, Ryan, so I can show them some stuff I'm going to give away. I'm going to do it like I did last time, where I just gave away a big box of comics, man, because that's how we do. I mean, <laughs> we may talk a lot about movie news and stuff, but in our DNA and our bones, we're all about the comics. So right. this is this was donated by my man, KP Henderson, on Instagram. I'm going to give away this oh, gorgeous nice. Del Auto version variant. This is the Return of Wolverine number two, Del Auto Virgin variant in a nine wow, eight. That's nice. But there's more. Wait, more. Yes. I don't believe it. I got a buck. Some variants here. We got an Uncanny X Men number seventeen. Gorgeous. Just got a Daredevil number fifteen variant. Gorgeous little bullseye was showing his booty out there. Got a. DC Universe Rebirth, uh, Justice League versus Suicide number one variant. Got a this one's really interesting. This is the Prowler number one variant. Look at that, the Prowler. Remember huh. him? Interesting. <laughs> I gotta watch that again. The uh, this one for all you Firefly fans out there or Serenity. This is Serenity, uh, Darkers Comics Serenity. Boom. Oh, that's a cool cover. For all you Serenity geeks, is that? Holy that's shit! Cute. Yeah. Dude, that's that's interesting. Is Adam Hughes drew this little face down here? But mm. I don't, I don't see his signature on here. So uh, it may be, you know, I have to Google this. There may be a first appearance of this this character Adam Hughes did. This is my favorite one of the of the bunch. This is uh, the Mighty Four number fifteen variant. Oh, nice, that's gorgeous. Right. Oh, yeah. I will. Th- um, stay tuned. Watch uh, this channel or follow me on Instagram, um, Lords of the Longbox, or on uh, Facebook, and I'm going to post some more stuff as I find it. Um, uh, Man, Rocket Comics is also going to be donating a comic, and so uh, if we have a lot of stuff, we'll maybe do more than one winner, So because you know there's so many of you, and last time there was, I don't know, like a 200 entrants, so we want to make sure everybody wins. Uh, being part of the group, you are a winner already in my eyes, you know what I'm saying? So, That's right. Any last words, Justin? Yeah, head over to uh, Three Men in a Basement. I just oh, dropped before you before yeah. you, I don't want to interrupt you, but a uh, huge congratulations, shout out to our brothers at Three Men in a Basement for finally hitting a thousand subs. So the combined might of the Lords of Longbox is close to five thousand subs because Ryan still has subs on his channel that he never. Posted. I do, <laughs> and I get new subs almost monthly. That's amazing. Hell yeah, man! And I don't Here even do shit. The on combined that subs of the Lords is near <laughs> five thousand. I love All it. Right, so congratulations! Make sure you guys see us sub up our brothers at Three Men in a Basement. Also. Uh, before we get, I don't want to interrupt you, but I meant to do this. I wanted to thank everybody that's contributed and been a part of the Lords of Longbox. Everybody in the live chat to people like James the Collector, Marty from Comic Book Fanatics, our man, 
the Marky main man, Marky angry minute himself, Marky three one six, Big Easy, Big Easy from the NY Warriors, all the NY Warriors, JLS Comics, King of the Golden State. Uh, am I missing anybody else who's been on our show? Uh, shout day. out to Word, Word Burglar, Beyond the Blast Doors, yeah, Word Burglar, Word Burglar, Beyond the Blast Doors, Ken Lashley. Uh, that dude from Comicron who just put everybody to sleep for a good hours. <laughs> shout out to Comicron, Pops Foster, of course, Mikey Sutton and the Black Knight. Huge shout out to Mikey Sutton for, for giving um, us his things. The writer of the creator of uh, Blood. Uh, Yep. Bloodshot? Uh, Bloodshot. There you go. We're mm -hmm. awful. We already forgot his name. But uh, yeah. <laughs> yeah I, thought way, gonna, I thought he was going to die on I, the show. Oh, my <laughs> God. He was just hacking up. I was like, good Lord. I've been there, too, where you get something stuck in your throat and you still have to talk. Yep, about yep. Um, speaking of uh, Bloodshot, it's going to be. Um, oh, the trailer is going to be shown in theaters. 3000. Yeah. Oh, that's sweet. Oh, thank that's you, sweet. Human Quake. That's sweet. Um, yeah, so thank you, everybody. Thank you for the three men and everybody has been part of this. We're going to be rocking shit for 2020. So go ahead, Justin. So I dropped a video today on uh, Three Men in the Basement. Check it out. It's the uh, J. Scott Campbell gallery that's going on right now at Sweet. Metropolis Comics. So if you guys are into all the original art, I did a walkthrough of their gallery. It's all his original covers, their first sale. Just check out that video once this is done. It was a really amazing. Did you buy anything? Yeah, uh, ten thousand dollars to fifty thousand dollars for covers. Nah, <laughs> if I had ten k, there was a beautiful book. It was a beautiful Man. Wolverine cover that I was going to buy. If I oh, had ten yeah. k, oh, buy. and and dollar bin fodder. No, it wasn't Dinesh. Dinesh was the uh, owner of Valiant. The uh, creator of Bloodshot that came on our show was Kevin Van Hook. Uh, yeah, he, Kevin, yeah, he was the writer. Yeah, Kevin. Huge shout out to Kevin Van Hook. Go ahead, man. So yeah, I'm good. Otto, what do we got? Yeah, talk about so, three men. Yeah, three men in the basement. We've got a live show uh, coming up this Friday night, 9 p.m. So, guys, smash those reminders. I've got it up on the channel right now. Uh, it's just been a great time. We've got a comic book promoter um, who does a, a great show up here called Plastic City Con. He's going to join us. We've got lots of um, books to go over. No CGC books, but some recent comic hauls. We've got our boy Shortbox Bernie coming back with a top 10 list. You know how much we love lists. So, between the Lords of the Long Box and three men in the basement, just keep subbing up, following us. We're having a great time with it. It's just been a great time. Uh, here's to the new year, and cheers to all you guys for supporting us. So thank you thank very you. much. Wait, it's called Plastic City Comic Con? Plastic City Comic Con, yeah. Oh, yeah. Yep. That sounds like Hollywood. That should be in Hollywood or some shit. Plastic <laughs> City, but, you know, Northern Massachusetts. You can Silicon, Silicon Valley out here in the in San Fernando Valley where they film all the porn. But that's for another time for another station. Dark Side Jedi, your first time back on the show for, uh, I don't know, two or three weeks. Any yeah, man. Hey, it's good to be back. Uh, thank you again. I reiterate everything Tim said. Oh, yeah. Well, I'm sorry, Ryan. Shout out to also the newest member of the Lords of the Longbox, Milton the Manimal. Forgot to shout him out. He came on a few months ago, and he filled in admirably for our man with chronic back issues. Yes, he but he will be back. He was sick today. He was supposed to be on the show, but shout out to Milton the Manimal as well. Oh, I forgot Gem Men Collectibles used to be on the show as well. Very Gary. Uh, very Gary. Man, it, it's 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 a village. It's a village, and we're the village people. I am the construction worker. <laughs> I'm just gonna go ahead, Brian. No, just again, um, I reiterate everything Tim said. Thank you so much for last year. Everything, all the support is greatly appreciated, and I'm ready to do another auction. What do you guys say? 
Damn. Yeah, we have a lot of stuff. Tell me uh, when you guys. I think we should do it right around tax returns. So ready. when well, you guys I'm ready, ready to do one this month and then one in April. So whatever you right. guys want to do, I could do one once a month for the rest of the year, probably. <laughs> so leave a comment also in the video below after your post if when you'd like to see uh, the next Lords of Longbox auction. If you saw the last one, we was rocking big big issues. Also, I'll uh, make sure you check out the Lords of Longbox community page on YouTube, and I'll post a, a poll of when people. Want, would like it uh, right around the end of January, right around there, I would think. Uh, right before I go to Cal Comic Con in Costa Mesa, I think it would be a great time. Perfect so get time. Some, some Skrilla for the um, show. As the what we like we, we got a long weekend coming up, I think, in January, right? So we could maybe do it that weekend. Yeah, I'm thinking uh, January. Yeah, Monday's the, the Halloween around the 20th, right? Something like that. Because I think at the end of January, people before I start realizing how much money they're going to get back. Yeah, hopefully you've done your taxes by then uh, if you have to pay or so either way, man, it's a good time to have it. Uh, check out the, Oh, shout out to the comic core is also supported us. Go check out the comic core right now. They're normally live right after us. So go right after you check out our show, go check out the comic core and give them support. Give them a thumbs up. Tell them the Lord sent you until next time, boys and girls keep digging in them long boxes. Peace out.